0: what is up everyone it's quinn here and in this video i'm going to be going through my week five wide receiver start sits if you guys are new to the channel or new to this style of video going to be going through every single week five matchup talking about every single fantasy relevant wide receiver and then listing them as either a start fringe option or a sit the starts are going to be typically your wide receiver ones wide receiver twos the players you feel very confident throwing into your lineup the fringe options these are going to be like your wide receiver threes your flex options they're suitable you may not love it um, but they could kind of slide into somewhere in your lineup i do think the bars to kind of get into the start and fringe categories are going to be a little bit lowered this week because we do have bye weeks for the first time this season so we have four teams on bye. It is the uh, Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and Buccaneers. So definitely some fantasy relevant wide receivers on those rosters. So obviously you may have to make some tough calls if you do have some players on by this week. If you guys like the video, just hit that like button. would really appreciate it. Any fantasy questions, drop them down below. I'll also have my running back, quarterback, and tight end videos out today also. But let's just dive right into it. We're gonna start off here in the Thursday night matchup, Bears taking on the Commanders. For the Bears here, I feel like DJ Moore is a start at this point. Even when Justin Fields was struggling through the first three weeks, he was still giving me a solid production. He puts up another uh, strong game in week four. So pretty much aside from week one, he has been a decent option. Um, on your fantasy football rosters this is also a game where the bears are going to be pretty decent underdogs here against the commanders so we're probably in store for at least a decent amount of passing volume out of this offense i think more slots in as a nice like back-end wide receiver to play on the other side for the commanders i do think Terry mclaurin is someone i'd be looking to sell high on but i also think that this is a really strong matchup here against the bears bears defense i mean just really anything you want to run it Go ahead, you wanna pass it, go ahead also. They're gonna give up a lot of points. I think the commanders can capitalize on that. I think Terry McLaurin is their clear cut wide receiver one. So I fire him up as a start. I guess you can make an argument for Dotson or Curtis Samuel to be a fringe option. For me, I would just prefer to avoid it. I did like Dotson coming into the season. Really hasn't panned out uh, through four weeks now shifting over to the sunday slate we're going to have the jaguars taking on the bills for the jaguars i think you fire up calvin ridley and christian kirk as starts ridley has been a little bit disappointing um, at least from where i had him ranked heading into the season through four weeks hasn't necessarily been like the wide receiver one production i was expecting not totally given up on it i still think he's a locked in start but Christian Kirk has been very, very impressive with Zay Jones out. I mean, after week one, Christian Kirk was not in a good spot. His snaps were not great. Coming off a down game, um, then Zay Jones goes down. Christian Kirk sliding into those two wide receiver sets, and he's been great. So you got to fire up both of those guys. And then for the Bills, Stephon Diggs coming off of a massive week four game. And then Gabriel Davis here. I have him as a fringe option personally i'd prefer to not have gabe davis in my lineup but i've also been historically lower on him than consensus i do think he slides into that fringe category with the bye weeks he just doesn't command a ton of volume so he's averaging four and a half targets per game but he also has three straight double digit uh fantasy point games because he scored touchdowns in three straight games so he has that big playability he has that touchdown upside in this offense but the weekly floor is just very very low so always going to be a tough call with Gabe Davis if you have him on your roster. Now moving over to the Texans-Falcons matchup for the Texans here, monster game out of Nico Collins. He has to be viewed as a wide receiver two at this point. Nine targets, seven receptions, 168 receiving yards and two touchdowns. This is his second 25 plus PPR point game through four games of the NFL season. Like I said, locked in wide receiver two at this point. I do view him as their wide receiver one. I know Tank Dell was getting some steam last week. I still like Tank Dell. I have him listed as a fringe option. I'm not giving up after like his one reception, 16-yard game. Those are going to happen. He's a rookie. He's also like a big-time playmaker. He's not like this low A dot slot guy that I think people would kind of expect just like looking at his frame. He's not that guy. He's playing outside. So I still think if you have Tank Dell, you picked him off off waivers. I would still feel very optimistic about him moving forward. He has flashed legit talent early on, and this was also just his first down game as a starter. He didn't start in Week 1, so you can't really dock him there. Um, and then C.J. Stroud has just looked wildly impressive through four weeks, so I think you got to like these wide receivers moving forward. I will be sitting Robert Woods. And then for the Falcons here, Drake London is just going to be in this fringe territory. Clearly very talented. Desmond Ritter's just not it. I do think if we get some more Desmond Ritter's kind of struggle games, a Taylor Heineke move to quarterback would be pretty interesting for these weapons. It feels like Kyle Pitts is a lost cause at this point. Not like long-term dynasty-wise, but for redraft, he's clearly not 100%. Has not found a role in this offense. It's not looking good for redraft. Still really like Pitts long-term for dynasty. But in terms of Drake London, a switch to Taylor Heineke could make him someone you feel confident starting as like a wide receiver two. I totally believe he has that talent as a player. This passing attack is just not it. So I think he'll be like a wide receiver three flex option. But if Taylor Heineke does get that quarterback spot, I think Drake London becomes pretty interesting. And this is also not like a long shot to happen, right? Like at this point, if you're Arthur Smith, you're looking at Desmond Ritter, you're trying to compete this season in that division. So if Ritter's not getting it done, you probably don't think he's the long-term answer. Maybe they do end up pivoting to Heineke. Personally, obviously, I would love to see it. Uh, But now moving over to the Panthers-Lions game, I have Adam Thielen as a fringe option, and I feel like some people are going to be upset that he is not a locked-in start. He has been really impressive through four weeks. I totally thought he was cooked after last season. He ran the second most routes in the NFL. Um, as the wide receiver to opposite Justin Jefferson, who was taking a ton of attention and he pretty much did nothing. Like His production was almost non-existent in that role. It was wildly disappointing. So I thought he was done. Then he goes to this Panthers offense and is averaging 17.6 PPR points per game through four weeks. And so people probably are going to be upset I have him as a fringe option. I just can't justify listing a wide receiver as a start when their starting quarterback, is averaging 168 passing yards per game. Bryce Young has not been, you know, lighting it up in terms of passing volume, and not saying it's his fault. Like, this offense is just not very talented all around, but you just have to be such an elite wide receiver talent to, you know, really actually trust someone in such a low-volume passing attack. So I have him as a fringe option. He's probably like a high-end wide receiver three, but that is the explanation for why he's not a start for me. And then going to be sitting uh, DJ Chark on the other side with the Lions. You continue to fire up Amon Ross St. Brown as like a mid to high end wide receiver one. Dude's a stud. Keep him rolling in your lineup. Jameson Williams, very interesting this week. I really wouldn't be shocked if he's not overly involved here in week five, but he had his uh, suspension reduced so he can play here in the week five game against the Panthers, I do think he has a shot to earn this wide receiver two role. Totally worth rostering, but I'm not overly optimistic about his fantasy production here in his uh, first game back. Then we're going to have the Titans taking on the Colts. I have D hop as a fringe option here. Like a wide receiver flex play. Um, he wasn't a full time player in terms of snaps in week four. I would have to imagine that's due to him being banged up with that ankle injury. He only had a 69% rock participation Still was fine fantasy-wise, like four receptions, 63 yards. But hopefully we are getting some like positive injury reports throughout the week that would make me feel more comfortable starting him as like a wide receiver three or a flex play. Uh, sitting Nick westbrook Kakine and Traylon Burks. Then for the Colts, Michael Pittman, crazy hot start to the season. Had a little bit of a cool down here in week four, but not concerned. Richardson really flashed, made some impressive throws. This Colts offense is better than I think a lot of people thought. So you continue to fire up Michael Pittman as a nice wide receiver too. And then sit in my guy, Josh Downs. Really like him long-term, but here in week five, not overly interested fantasy-wise. Now pivoting over to the Giants-Dolphins matchup. I mean, this Giants offense is really a mess. Um, I had some optimism for Daniel Jones heading into the season. This is just not a good unit. The offensive line is terrible. They can't get anything going. That was supposed to be like their get-right game against that Seahawks defense. And it really just turned into a showcase uh, for all the Seahawks defensive players. So not a great look. All these wide receivers have to be sits. Not necessarily super relevant for redraft, but Wondell Robinson with um, a pretty encouraging game coming off of that ACL tear last season, it's good to see him making an impact. I don't know if you're ever going to trust him like in the 2023 season in your lineup, but for you guys playing Dynasty. Interesting option. Um, but yeah, all these wide receivers are sits on the other side for the dolphins You fire up Tyree kill fire up Jalen waddle I still think waddle is a really nice buy low kind of underperformed Through four games missed week three, but this is still a top tier offense One slight slip against the bills isn't gonna like pivot me off of these guys And then Braxton barrios had a really nice week four performance But he will be a sit for me here in week five Then we are going to have the saints taking on the patriots for the saints pretty much have the same lineup as i've had throughout the season chris olave you fire him up as a wide receiver one had his first down game of the season but still all in on him Derek carr has not been great at the quarterback position but kind of what you signed up for no one was expecting like a top 10 quarterback with chris olave fringe michael thomas he stays in this spot he's averaging 11 ppr points per game through four weeks that's with zero touchdowns so it's solid Um, He's had at least 50 yards in every game, so his floor has been pretty high. He's like a wide receiver three flex play at this point. And then sitting Rashid Shaheed, even though his routes have gone up, he hasn't really capitalized on it. Like he had some flash plays in week one and week two, week three and week four with the increased usage hasn't really been great um, fantasy wise. On the other side for the Patriots, just have to be sitting these wide receivers. The uh, Patriots offense is a struggle busting it at this point. Next game we have the Ravens taking on the Steelers, little divisional matchup here. The only start I have in this game is going to be Zay Flowers. A little bit of a down game. It was kind of like the Mark Andrews show. Um, the Ravens really kind of put it on the Browns defense. That was unexpected. I think Lamar has looked really impressive through four weeks, especially as a passer. So I think you got to be feeling good about that if you are someone who rosters Zay Flowers. Much easier matchup here against the Steelers' defense. The Steelers' secondary is not it. I think Zay Flowers is a nice wide receiver, too, for you. Um, If Odell Beckham or Rashad Bateman are able to give it a go in this game, would be sitting both of those guys. Then for the Steelers, George Pickens as a fringe option. He hasn't been able to rack up like these super high-volume games, even with Deontay Johnson out. So at this point, he's kind of more of a wide receiver three in my mind. Uh, Now we're going to have the Bengals taking on the Cardinals. For the Bengals, you fire up Jamar Chase. Even with Burrow struggling the last two weeks, he has found ways to give you decent fantasy production. I have T. Higgins as a start. I have no confidence he's going to end up playing in this game, dealing with a fractured rib. I think he said like he might give it a go this week or could return next week. If he plays, he's probably like a fringe wide receiver too, so you wouldn't feel great about it. But he's still playable. Um, if he doesn't give it a go... I still probably have Tyler Boyd as a sit. Joe Burrow's just looked really rough. Even in a good matchup here against the Cardinals, like Burrow hasn't looked good enough to me where I think he balls out in like a plus matchup. Like that's just not what we've seen out of him so far. Obviously, he's toughened it out through the injury, but we definitely have to take that into account. On the other side for the Cardinals, I was pretty high on uh, Hollywood Brown heading into the season, and he's even come in and completely outperformed my expectations from him early on. Like when I was drafting Marquise Brown, I was like, all right, he might be rough early on. Maybe he can command some volume, um, you know, like with whatever quarterbacks playing there before Kyler gets back. But then you have a Kyler who's probably not running the ball a ton. Then that's where Marquise Brown could really ball out. He's been very impressive through four weeks with Josh Dobbs, 15 PPR points per game, 27 targets over the past three weeks. And then Josh Dobbs, at quarterback, has just looked significantly better than I think pretty much anyone was expecting um, through four weeks of the NFL season. Now shifting over to the Eagles-Rams matchup, A.J. Brown with a big day. He was due. You still fire at both of these dudes. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith locked in weekly starts. And then for the Rams, very interesting kind of wide receiver setup this week. Cooper Cup has the opportunity to come off the pup list, could make his season debut here in week five. If cooper cup is active i'm playing cooper cup and regardless of if cooper cup is playing i am playing puka nakua at this point four weeks in like there's no fluke argument there's no like oh he's just like a system player whatever even if cooper cup is playing puka nakua has proven that he is the real deal at this point so he's a start regardless i think two two atwells like a fringe option if cup is back. Um, If Cup doesn't play you could probably make an argument for him being a a top 24 guy at the wide receiver position So that's how I view those uh, Rams wide receivers now moving over to the uh, Jets Broncos matchup here Week four had to be very encouraging. If you are a uh, Garrett Wilson owner Zach Wilson looked much improved in week four going up against the Chiefs He was seeking out Garrett Wilson. They were getting him lots of looks. So that's a huge plus plus. I like him as a start this week. Great matchup going up here against the uh, Broncos. We just saw Justin Fields, who had looked rough through three weeks, completely torched the Broncos through the air. So you got to be feeling good about Garrett Wilson in this matchup. Sitting Alan Lazard, still like looking at these pass catchers, Garrett Wilson's really the only guy I'd feel confident playing. On the other side for the Broncos, overall just not a great situation here. Like Outside of Russ in terms of the Broncos' offensive weapons, kind of just feels gross. The running back room feels like they're on the verge of a three-headed committee, and on offense, like, passing the ball, they really like to spread the ball around. Um, Sutton has actually been pretty consistent, his fourth straight double-digit PPR point game, but he was kind of saved by a touchdown in this game, not a ton of volume. Jerry Judy has been underwhelming to start off this season. Like, when you've looked at how much of a jump Russ took from last year, it's been a pretty significant jump. And you would kind of hope that Judy would go from like that back-end wide receiver two to potentially mid to high-end wide receiver two. That is not what we've seen so far. I think both are like wide receiver threes this week. But then you also have Marvin Mims there who continues to ball out in a limited workload. You have to expect at some point that he's going to up his routes and then just continue to eat into Judy and Sutton's opportunities. So Judy and Sutton are going to be fringe plays. Mims is a sit but I do hope we get to see an expanded role for uh, Marvin Mims here in Week 5. Then pivoting over to the Chiefs-Vikings matchup, Chiefs wide receiver room, just got to fade it. Uh, Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore, Kadarius Toney, MVS, Justin Watson, sitting all those dudes. For the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver one, fire him up. And then I have Jordan Addison as a fringe option. Unfortunately, he's still running the wide receiver three routes, coming off a goose egg game, but I still just think he's talented enough in an offense that's pretty high volume passing, I like him as a wide receiver three flex option. And then we have the Cowboys taking on the 49ers. Very fun matchup here for the Cowboys. You fire up C.D. Lamb as a wide receiver one. Brandon Cooks pretty disappointing through four weeks. Michael Gallup has shown some flashes the last two weeks in week three and week four. I still have those guys as sits. Michael Gallup, maybe you're desperate. You have a lot of wide receivers on buy. I guess he's potentially playable. On the other side for the 49ers a big game for brandon Ayuk, debo samuel with very strange game um ran 20 routes like his route participation was great was not targeted a single time logged a few carries you just got to go back to the well on debo even if he's a little bit banged up you still got to fire him up in your lineup as at worst like a wide receiver too and then the final game of the week monday night football the packers taking on the raiders For the Packers, we got Christian Watson's debut in week four. It was a limited role. His raw participation was right around 50%, so not anywhere near what you're expecting here in week five. They had a long kind of week and a half off because they were on that Thursday night game, now playing on Monday night. So Watson should have a much larger role. I like him as a wide receiver too. Romeo Dobbs, I think he's reserved the right, earned the right to be a fringe option here impressive in three out of the four games, 18 plus PPR points in those three contests. And then I'm going to be sitting Jaden Reed. He's definitely shown some flashes, but like I said, I expect Watson back to more of like a starters workload. And then Dobbs kind of separated himself from Jaden Reed in terms of getting like the wide receiver. It was the wide receiver one snaps last week, which I think turns into like, you know, top two wide receiver snaps when Watson is good to go. And then for the Raiders, you fire up Devontae Adams. Seems like he's banged up, but If he's active, he's in your lineup. And then Jacoby Myers, not a great week four game. He was someone who I really liked when paired with Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy was really seeking him out in the two games they played together. We did not see the same thing with him playing with uh, Aiden O'Connell. So he's going to be a fringe option for me. Hopefully, uh, Jimmy G is able to give it a go, and that would be a bump for uh, Jacoby Myers. But that's going to wrap it up for all 14 uh, Week 5 wide receiver matchups. If you guys enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Go check out the running back, quarterback, and tight end videos. Thank you all for stopping by. Any questions, drop them down below. Thank you again, and I'll see you in the next one.